Hello everyone, this is Mario Davis with Talks with Mario. Have you ever wanted to do podcasting? If not, that is fine, but if you have, you should really look at Anchor. It's absolutely free, they give you the tools to do it, and you don't need any fancy equipment. All you need is a computer or a smartphone, iPhone or Android, and all you need to sign up is Facebook or email. And they will spread your channel on Spotify or any other podcasting app that is available to you. And without that being said, thank you and have a wonderful day and hope you enjoy the show. everyone and welcome to the nerdness the nerdy nerdness continuous <laughs> after show, after show i'm never going to be able to say that without messing up it's okay i'll do it for you next time <laughs> yeah you're gonna have to start doing the after show intro because i can't say all that in one go it's okay my mouth is pretty big i can do it see we're not getting there <laughs> okay daddy Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> oh, no. That wasn't the request of Queen, so... Yeah, I know. <laughs> but uh, before we get started with the after show, I want to um, make an announcement that Littlefoot would not be joining us for this after show because she had a family emergency she had to do. So our condolences for her family. I hope everything goes well. Absolutely. Definitely a very sad time for her. And we're sorry that she's not here with us, but we fully understand family comes first. So our hearts are with you, Littlefoot. Now, what are to the after show topics? Well, today we have um, the Charlie D'Amelio issue with losing followers on TikTok and getting them back. Orochimaru getting his own show or spinoff. And what would happen if Slade met Selene from Underworld? Okay, so we got some good ones, and we're probably going to talk about these topics because we are actually waiting on a special guest to join us. If if he doesn't get to join us today, we'll have to reschedule it for next week. So it's all good. We'll get him on here one way or another. (laughs) So let's let's go ahead and talk about Charlie D'Amelio right quick. Um, about her losing followers and regaining them, and then it's circling back to that she has not actual people following her but bots oh okay i did a little research on this um it said that she has bots as followers and i went into her profile and none of the people are actually following her it doesn't show any of them following her huh that's how exactly does that work i mean is this like People used to for followers, like in other like platforms and stuff like that. I have no clue. Hmm. It's all a freaking conspiracy. Well, not conspiracy, but a uh, a hoax, if you will. Oh, uh, I see. Because this this is not the first time someone has did this for followers, like bots, paid for them, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I That's remember was around uh, on YouTube that one of these uh, big people had paid for subscribers, meaning they're not real people. Which is really sad because, in a way, it it makes it to where it's even more difficult to see who's legitimately somebody that you should follow. Not to say, <clears throat> not to say that counts with less followers don't deserve to be followed. But it makes it harder for those smaller accounts to get people because a vast majority of users are going to look at how many people are following you or supposedly viewing your content um, when they make that decision of whether or not to subscribe to you. Right. So it just it makes it harder for them. Oh, <gasps> he made it! Yeah! Hello, yes. hello. The hello. And please... Ever, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, please help us welcome 
brother battle from TikTok. How are you doing today, brother? Woo! I'm freaking fantastic. Hey, brother battle. Hey, sweetheart. How's it going? It is going good. My feet hurt. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, we're glad you could make it. You know, thank you so much for stopping in to our humble little podcast. Glad I could be here. Yay. We've been trying to get him on the show since we started, but uh I know. <laughs> we're very happy you're here, if you can't tell. <laughs> I can tell. I enjoy the geeking. <laughs> I'm not fangirling, you're fangirling. <laughs> no. Sorry for the screaming, that's not me, that's the kids. So we're gonna go ahead and pop it and then we're gonna uh, go ahead and do an interview with uh, Brother Battle if down for the ride. Absolutely. Promise it won't be Ruby Rod style. We don't need to know your most intimate or intimate. Just, you know, easy questions for today. How's that? Shit, I ain't got nothing to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> At least he caught the reference. <laughs> oh, trust me. I love me some Ruby Rod. Yes. Fifth element for the win, y'all. Multi pass. <laughs> yes, I'm good. You can be my Lilu. <laughs> I got the hair for it. Just need to dye it orange. There right. you go. Well, go ahead, Mario. You hit him first. Well, before we actually do the interview part, uh, we was actually talking about uh, Charlie D'Amelio and her followers on TikTok being actually being honest and not the actual real. How do you feel about that? Okay, well, I want to need to get you to repeat that, Mario. A little hard <laughs> to hear. I'm sorry. It's probably my mic on the headphones are done. So that's okay. I got you in both ears now. So hit me with it. <laughs> so what we was talking about before, uh, before you actually joined in, um, we was talking about Charlie D'Amelio having bots for followers instead of real people. So there's been a little bit of controversy on that because of the fact that these aren't real people following her. And my my and these particular wonder with it. Correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she regularly asks for and or gets donations, correct? Yes. So my thoughts on the matter is her fans are paying for her to get fake fans to get her more fans. Yes. Right. And that's not right. It's true. It's not like like what I was telling Mario. No offense, that's, no that's cheating out the smaller accounts. Exactly. You know? right. no, no, and no offense, and I'm not trying to get political, but that's no different than what's going on right now with that whole, you know, Trump campaign donation thing. Right. So like, it's money that they're saying for something, and it's end up ending up going to more personal self-serving needs, and it's it's not right. Like um. Right now, I was in a bad place. I was about to lose my place to live. And I asked for donations. Nobody helped me. I ended up landing on my feet because a friend of mine is going to rent me a room in his house. So I'm good. But Which I'm glad to hear that, but I'm kind of mad that nobody helped. <laughs> but my point being is the fact that I have money. I just don't have money to spare all like that. Right. To go on an entire house or apartment because I have money invested in other things right now. Understandable. And I am just people. People need to understand that. You know, when you when when somebody puts up money to help you, or to donate, and you use that for something else, that's about as immoral as a person can get. Mm-hmm. I've actually dropped some people on TikTok because of that. Yeah. asked for, you know, help or in the time where I could help for stuff like bills and stuff and then turn around and post a video where they go shopping for clothes. I mean, there's actually a lot of a lot of TikToker, TikTokers going around right now doing that same bull stuff. And there's actually a couple of really big TikTokers that are actually like being straight up mobbed like pitchforks and torches 
people are coming after them because they 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 open charities for fake causes and then they use the money to buy themselves new apartments. Right. And like it's like what the hell? It's ridiculous. Yes, it is. I I can't stand that. It's 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 lying. It's it's come down to basics. It's lying. And I I can't stand that stuff. You know that that in the heartbeat makes me not want to even know if I've ever liked anything from this person or even followed them. Right. Can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, because I had a call come through and it messed up my audio. No. The joy of the 20th century. 21st century. Right. Recording a podcast and getting interrupted by a phone call. Yep. (laughs) But yeah, I absolutely think anybody that uses charity as a way to line their own pockets is a despicable person, period. Yes. And it makes it harder for people that actually need help to get it. Exactly. Because nobody's going to trust you. Like, I mean... You can jump on and like, be the most upright person and ask for help, and nobody's going to want to come to your rescue because, oh, I helped so-and-so before, and this is what they did with the money. Well, I don't know if you saw one of my recent videos about the uh, the African-American girl with the blonde curly hair holding the baby, talking about, you know, she needs charity, this, that, and the other thing, and the guy pops on and says that she's full of crap. No, I haven't seen it. I'm so sorry. Well... I can't remember the name of the video offhand, but it was put up by, um, oh my God, why can't I remember his name? He's he's in the same league with uh, Savage Lokiist, and um, he's the one that he's the one that's always like, buckle up, let's talk about it. Right. Oh, okay, I, I know who you mean. Okay, I, I know who you mean. I don't remember his name. Um, by the way, his little his his little baby. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, absolutely the. Key definition of adorable. Aww. Um, but anyways, he 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 snaps back at this person, you know, and gets, basically throws out all the information that she's full of crap, that she was actually the one that was that was doing the physical abusing and and all this other stuff, and then that all the money she got went to um, getting like purses and a new car and all this other stuff. None of it actually went for the baby or anything else. And she doesn't even actually even have custody of that baby. Um, and, and, and the whole thing was for, uh, was just a scam. And one guy who's actually a very well, well, well off gentleman by the looks of it, uh, donated like $10,000. And is now in the process of taking her to court to get it back. And I mean, I'm just saying, like, imagine what a person like truly in need could do with that ten thousand dollars that doesn't have the access to a phone or or an app or Wi-Fi to be able to get on TikTok and ask for it like these people. Right. Do. Or even if they do have access to it, they just they just don't get it because there is people like us that we don't ask for help. Right. <laughs> we are well to be honest i'm that same kind of person and i've learned in my long 34 years on this planet suck it the fuck up and ask for help exactly i'm sorry i i was raised literally the strictest never ask for help type of family and in my 34 years i've learned one absolute fact besides you know death is absolute suck it up and ask for help because nobody can live life alone why do you think we're biologically imposed to pair up? Yeah, right. We're pack animals. I mean, my don't, mean, don't get me wrong. There are those. There are those people out there that's you know whole gender base. I mean, I don't remember what it's called, but the people out there that don't don't physically need anybody or relationship need anybody. Asexual. Yeah, I don't. I don't mean to you know cause any bad light on them. There, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just it should biologically. We do have an urge to want to pair off with another person of the same and/or opposite sex. Well, with asexual, you you still can. They just don't feel the need to have sex at all. So they may still we're still pack animals. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like we're yeah, yeah, we're genetically off put to want to be around other people. So we need it. (laughs) Yeah, I understand what you're getting at. Yeah. So. Never be too stubborn or pig-headed or bullheaded to ask for help. Right. 
because that's yeah. literally one of the whole basis of my channel is if you need help, mm -hmm. ask for it. Which is why we had to berate you. <laughs> exactly my point. I mean, it's like it's. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't. I don't like keying it as a catchphrase. It's actually. It's. It's the way I live life. Do good. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know. I mean, that's the no goal, matter what right? you do every day, from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed, just try to do good. You know. Mm -hmm. If somebody in line in front of you is a dollar short from their total and you just so happen to have an extra dollar, give it to them. Yeah. First off, you're going to get to the front of the line quicker. <laughs> this gentleman's going to have an amazing day because he was able to pay for his goods. The cashier's going to get, get to witness a good deed. It's, and you restore a little bit of my hope and humanity. And so is everybody in line behind you. And it, and it, and it spreads goodness. I'm just saying. Sound like a hippie, but I don't care. <laughs> no, no, With the amount of hate that people are willing to spread for no reason, why not be kind for no reason? Like, I know generally um, I come across with baseball. I know generally I come across with, you know, I don't care about anything, but my whole thing is I just want to spread good. If I can make somebody laugh today and they've been having a happy day, that's my day made. You know, like, that's that's my goal. Right. Making somebody smile, regardless of how, even if it's making a complete ass of myself, it made somebody happy. That's all exactly. I And it's like it's and it's like I also say it's um and yes I know I'm stealing it from Master Yoda, but you know what? No wiser words have ever been spoken. Do or do not. There is no try. You either do good, or you stand by and let good go undone. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, all right. Well, I think I've spread enough trailer park philosophy for the day. No, no, no. We don't do that here. We we talk. It's you're amongst friends. Right? We're not gonna judge you for that. And if we're gonna judge you, it's probably gonna be Mario making fun of me. Honey, there's no judgment there. That's that's literally what I call it. My trailer park philosophy. All right, if that's what you want to say, it is. I was, <laughs> sweetheart, I was born and raised in a little trailer park called Route 18 Trailer Parks that was one of three simultaneously connecting trailer parks. I was literally I part of a trailer park town in a trailer park city that might as well have been its own sovereign trailer park state. Right. I mean, I've lived in Florida and Georgia in trailer parks. Trust me, I know. Like, I'm in a camper right now. <laughs> I know the I know the trailer life. like I'm saying though like so trust me my 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 philosophy comes straight out the trailer park <laughs> I don't I don't I don't oh. tend I don't tend to brag or even suggest that I'm all knowing I flat out say I don't know everything but I know a little bit about everything and if anybody wants to fill in the blanks of what I know don't know I invite it knowledge was meant to be shared not hoarded. I see. This is a great idea. You have wonderful ideas, Mario. I'm telling you, he needed to be on the show. <laughs> but no, I mean, aside from that, like, I think it's just, it comes back full circle to the whole, instead of screwing people over, let's help each other out. You know yes. what I mean? You know, there, there's no point if you, if you want to be TikTok famous. What's the point of being famous if the people that are following you are fake? Like, and if you're just gonna use your actual followers for your own benefit. Okay. Okay. If your followers buy merch, that's one thing. They're voluntarily giving you their money. If you ask for help and they give you their money and they're just using it to buy more followers, what, why? Why? And on the topic of uh, famous TikTokers treating their followers a certain way. Yeah. Did anybody see the, 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 the new, uh, the new TikTok pariah? Metro Mike. Yeah. yeah. Oh gosh. No, <laughs> that I'm sorry. I don't know, but I don't know about what he said. If I can take it as 100% true the way he feels. I mean, I, he said it, but did anybody else notice that he looked like he was definitely on at least three or four different types of alcohols and or drugs? Yes. Yeah, that's where he looks. 
Like in that video alone, when he was sitting in the dark saying all that ignorant ass shit about sit down and be a good boy and this, that, and the other crap, like that man was on some shit in that video. Yeah. I will and no offense, but regardless of what he meant what he said, being that highly intoxicated on a live stream that you're technically a role model to kids. Because Metro Mike does have a lot of younger age followers. Whether he knows it or not, or whether he just doesn't care. Because there there have been a lot of angry parents and shit talking about the way he oh Oh no. And and okay, so this is the case where unlike the other guy that's currently the new internet pariah, uh, the Kendall guy. Um I'm willing to slightly give him the benefit of the doubt. And again, the only reason for it is the fact that he was intoxicated. Because plenty of people have terrible views, but they never spew them out in public. Right. And even though that doesn't make it right, know your audience. Um, but <laughs> if he was intoxicated, I've said some horrible things while I've been here. Yes, but ago. saying it while you're intoxicated just makes it even more true because when you're the influence no, no. of That's what intoxication, nine times out of ten, your subconscious takes over and you start spilling out your greatest secrets. That's yeah. why, honestly, I believe if yeah. you want to have an honest first date, get drunk as shit and just sit there and ask each other questions. Very true. But at the same time, I'm also the kind of drunk that all oh, my dark humor comes out now. Mm-hmm. I'm the kind of person that some of the things that I have said that family has caught on camera, it's not my actual views. It's you want to know the kind of messed up shit that I but, say as a joke. But that's the th- but I don't know. I, I didn't. Is it considered? I is it considered dark? But 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 what do you consider dark humor though? Uh, if I say it out loud, people are gonna stop listening to. This okay. Thing. Well, let me ask you this: Do you consider, uh, let's say, a black man sitting there telling very graphical, non-flattering black jokes to other black men? You consider that dark humor? Are we talking flattering in the realm of assault or in the realm of racial jokes? Like I'm talking straight up racial jokes. Like he's talking, he's talking, he's telling like jokes that only white men have ever said in the company of other white men. Oh, I mean, I've, I've been guilty of that. So. But see, to other people, that's not dark humor. To these black guys, that's the sh- just them telling them a telling a joke, and actually, the punchline of the joke is funny because it's so stupid. Yeah, I mean, that's the kind of messed up jokes that I like the punchline is stupid enough but it's still considered like my my brother (laughs) from another mother um everybody calls him bam bam the man the man is a six foot nine bear jew like he's he's literally like the the epitome of why the nazis didn't go into some parts of the jewish communities in in germany okay big big man Big scary man, uh, and this man was a marine. Um, and I'll sit here and I'll talk to I'll sit here and and banter with this man back and forth, telling some of the most racist Jew jokes and Irishman jokes because I'm Irish, he's Jewish. Mm-hmm. And we laugh our asses off because of how stupid they are. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have plenty of Hispanic jokes that are the same like, way, so yeah. <laughs> and like, for example, he told me one. He told me one just yesterday that I swear to God, I almost pissed myself. And I mean, I don't, I don't know if I want to tell it on air, but it was just so wrong. <laughs> just just so wrong but at the same time it was it was it was hilarious because it's exactly it was, it where you're telling it and bullshit mm-hmm. see I, I didn't see the live so i have no way of right. judging it like was he actually oh trust me just if he was actually being that way i'm pretty sure if you type in go to tiktok type in uh metro mike live gone wrong it'll pop up in a couple of videos because quite a few people are talking about it yeah. Okay. Because it seems like this is the week for outing people. Because the last one it, I knew of, aside from him, November. Was, um, the candle guy going off being um, transphobic and misogynistic. Mm-hmm. 
And he's lost a lot of he's lost a few sponsorships now because of it too. Mama's on the phone. But my prop my point is is like how can a person be phobic of something so stupid? It's like somebody being terrified of mustard. Right. I mean, there's people afraid of midgets. Yeah, I know. I actually have a friend uh, who's who's uh, Y'all familiar with wrestling? Yes, I am very familiar with wrestling. Imagine Big Van Vader as a woman. Oh god. Oh god. Don't get me wrong. So you're talking I love about this like woman to death. Awesome I love this woman to death. Like, but she but she's straight up. She 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 is a scary, scary woman. Um <clears throat> and she we were we were we were walking through the Pride Parade and uh around Pittsburgh and we were you know, doing our thing, doing our thing. And out of nowhere, I guess somewhere up behind us, somebody picked a midget up and stood them on top of a car. And he ran up the back window and across, or she, sorry, up the back window and across the uh, roof and slid down the windshield of the car and landed all like in a sexy pose on the hood and shit, trying to be funny right next to my friend. Mm -hmm. And she lost her fucking shit. Just lost it. I'm talking a 300 pound built like a brick shit house plus size lesbian just tried to jump into the arms of a six foot 175 pound man. It's like it was literally that. I never looked at her the same way again after that. But I mean, it's proof that stuff that we don't find terrifying can be terrifying to somebody else. But at the same time, there. But the problem is, is my. Scared is there? But the problem is, is my friend was actually able to go through certain types of exercises, and now she is in a relationship with a short person. Oh, oh my um my oh. brother uh bam bam is terrified of snakes like i'm serious you throw a snake next to him and the, the man's gonna climb a tree faster than a uh, than a koala bear like <laughs> and now he can be around them and not get freaked. He can stay. He'll, he'll, he'll either freeze up or he'll bolt, but it's not more of a fear. It's more of a, he just, there's, there's, did, yeah, yeah. But he's not phobic of them anymore because, okay, I went to, I went to college for psychology and I read, I wrote an entire paper on the differences between fears and phobias and believe it or not, it's an astronomical difference. A fear is something that you're, genetically deposed to where a f- or, or not a, uh, a fear is something that you, that you earn over experience through life and a phobia is something that you are genetically disposed to so technically calling these people transphobic or whatever means that they were genetically born to be that way and that's not true yeah and, and that's why i don't like that they use the word phobia because phobia would, requ- would mean that there's exactly. a cure for it and there is the cure is tolerance the cure is mind your own fucking business and stay out of what other people do in their bed. Exactly. If if it bothers you that bad, why give a shit? You know? Right. Like, I mean, unless I'm involved with somebody, I don't care what's in their pants. I don't care who's sitting in the stomach. Perfect example. I find boat engines fascinating. But I do I give a flying rat's ass to know how they work. Not even a little bit. Right. It, it's, it's that concept. I mean, you can understand a person is the way they are, but you don't actually have to understand why. Just accept it. They are. There and nothing you can do is going to change that. So just leave it alone. Right. Unless one day you wake up as Evan all fucking mighty and you can just be like, snap, you're straight. Guess what? Yeah. Never gonna happen. So get over it. Now, um, before we uh, run out of time here, let's go ahead and talk about these uh, 
last two topics we have. Uh, I can barely hear you, sweetheart. Can you hear me now? Mm-mm. A little bit. Like, you're so far away. I need you to step closer to the phone. Stick your mouth right on it. Wait, now? I didn't say that out loud. Yes, I did. Hold on. Come closer, Mario. Dude, I swear to God, I'm going to have to invest in getting you a mic. About now. Right? There we go. There we go. Yeah, I'm a mic, Dodge. Oh no, I'm so sorry. So, um, before uh we run out of time, let's go ahead and talk about those last two topics, and then close it out with the interview f- with Brother Battle. Okay. Okay. Um, so the other one was um Orochimaru, um being um having his own show. That's Orochimaru yeah. from Naruto, which I look forward to that because yes, I sent <laughs> I sent parts for this make man. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, yeah, I think they really, really should, but I'm biased. So why do you think they should or should Yeah, let's go ahead and talk about that one right quick. Um, if they did do that, what what, what do you think, how do you think it should start? Hmm. Frankly, I'm, give me more. I mean, we know a little bit about his backstory, but I'm always going to want more on any character that I have, have him right. build around. Um, so... I kind of want to see the things that he got up to while he was after he left the village, the time that he spent building himself up. Because you only really see it in flashbacks. You don't really see it in any detail what he really went through. Um, I'd like to see that, um, and I really also like to see maybe how he became the way he was. What what triggered that switch of him going from a good little ninja boy to I'm gonna kill everybody right. and live forever. Brother Bowder, your thoughts? What do you think? Well, to be honest, I never really liked Orochimaru. Um, I like his abilities. Never really liked him as a person. Thought he was a bit of a putz. Oh, yeah. Literally every plan he ever had backfired in his face in every possible worst way. Even his even his brainchild Sasuke turned around and ended up being the entire reason he died. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but at the same time, the correlation between him and Voldemort—it literally. Um, <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is if Orochimaru gets his own show before my boy Shishomaru from Inuyasha gets his own show, I'm gonna be one pissed off little white boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you a pumpkin spice one. Yeah. You'll be okay. That pumpkin spice. <laughs> pumpkin spice latte. Sorry. Fuck. I swear to God, as soon as fucking Thanksgiving hits, I start regretting going to the grocery store because everything smells like fucking pumpkin spice. Right? I'm sorry. It's been smelling like that down here in the South since September. It's I've been, been smelling like that down in the South since pumpkin spice was invented. Yeah. Well, yeah, true. <laughs> I hate it. No, look, I don't hate it. I just can't stand how overwhelming everything gets with it. I can even deal with peppermint. Peppermint. Makes All right, getting off topic. Pumpkin. Yeah, that's oh, that's sorry, the. Mar- I'll get back to Tom- Orochimaru. To be honest, the only reason why he was even in my Naruto radar was because he was part of the Great Sanin team, and because he is responsible for turning Sasuke into the badass that he is. True. But beyond that. That man had literally just no brains whatsoever. Well, all their villains were always, well, I don't want to say brainless, but it's like an anime yeah. trope at this point. The villains always seem to be like so dauntingly powerful, and then their plots are just... Nagato was smarter than Orochimaru. Yeah. I'm aware. <laughs> and he was the lackey. I mean, I mean, it's it's all right to fan to fangirl over Orochimaru's look. Don't get me wrong; he does look like a sexy ass snake, Marilyn Manson combo. But the man's an idiot. Sorry, small
was kidnapping and supposedly brainwashing Sasuke, which turned completely turned around, backfired, and ended up leading to his death. Yeah. His lackey comes up and tries to take his fucking place, steals all of his DNA, and makes himself even stronger than Orochimaru ever was, becoming the dragon or whatever the hell he was. Which is again why I used to be a simp for Sasuke when I was like, you know. Hey, Sasuke is simp, simpable. He is definitely simp worthy. Itachi is simpable. Even Orochimaru. You know is what? Even I simp over a Naruto so, character. Uh oh. Uh oh. Who are you simping? There is only one character. This <laughs> Please. You know, you see, you don't understand the way I simp. It has nothing to do with looks or any of that shit. It's power for me. Right. Oh. So, my man Yellow Flash. Uh-oh. Oh. Yes. I mean... Yes. Sexy Jutsu is a thing. I'm talking Naruto. I'm talking Naruto. Daddy. <laughs> oh, Minato. Yes. I'm yes. talking Naruto. Oh, yeah. I'm talking Naruto. I mean, daddy. I want, okay, to, well, I want to say yeah. daddy while he buries a Rasengan in my chest. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> like, <laughs> I played that Naruto, that new Naruto game. And I'm sorry, but whenever you pull off Minato's uh, ultimate jutsu thing, and he comes up, smacks you in the back with a seal, knocks you up in the air, teleports on top of you, hits you with a Rasengan, launches you down, comes up from underneath you with a giant Rasengan, launches you the back up, and then literally just before the lower Rasengan would explode, he appears on that symbol on your chest that he put there and hits you with another Rasengan, sandwiching you between two giant Rasengans. Right. That's a party. <laughs> That's power I'd give my entire junk for. Oh, God. Like, no joke. I Not even a part of it, y'all. No, I'm, I tell people all the time, give me the power of the Hulk without without the rage issue, with total control, and I would give you my whole junk. Why? Well, you'd never be able to have sex again, too. I'd be too busy breaking things. <laughs> right. My <laughs> be destruction. <laughs> Oh yeah, oh my God. no doubt about it. Brother Battle, give him superpowers. He would definitely become a villain in the eyes of in the eyes of the governments, the big businesses, and pretty much. Wouldn't we all though? That matter. Like I'm beyond the point of wanting to be people, a hero. The people, being the hero. Oh my I'm God, I'd be a freaking God. I'd be a freaking Robin Hood, a big strong Robin Hood to them motherfuckers. Yep. I tear. I tear down a bank and bring it over to the other side and empty it. Here y'all go. <laughs> Amongst have some money, y'all. Like for real. Jesus. Like, he had nothing ne- to do with never, it. Never, never give me superpowers. Because <laughs> I, I would only need three: super speed, super, or sorry, super strength, super invulnerability, and the ability to teleport wherever I want. Right. Can I get that one? Because every once in a while, I want tacos, and I don't feel like making them myself. Uh, I'd like to just teleport to where the tacos. Well, for that, for that, you don't want <laughs> teleportation. You want manifestation. No, no, no. I want to go where the tacos are. Because if I sit at my house with tacos, my yep. kids are going to eat. No, ma- manifest, but manifestation means you can make an unlimited amount. I don't want to share. But if you go where the tacos are, you'd have to take your kids too. No, I don't. That's Dang. Well, send them to a babysitter while you sit at home. <laughs> no, that's that. No, no, because I'm gonna still be in the house. I'll still be able to hear them. I want to. Oh, so you want to be far away feet. from your kids so you can't hear them, so you can eat the tacos guilt-free, knowing you're eating tacos and your kids ate. My version of heaven is literally me being able to walk into a bathroom and know full well I can sit there without somebody knocking. You're like no, my tacos. There's mac so and bad. cheese. Go. <laughs> <laughs> like right now, they want the phone. No. <laughs> Not happening. All right, but so yeah. um, I guess yeah. that's that's the conclusion of Orochimaru. Was there another topic? Yeah, the last topic uh, for today <laughs> is uh, what if Blade meets Celine from Underworld? They would make beautiful babies. I mean, what? Next. Well, 
being the fact that what's his name's technically still alive. What is the ha- yeah, the was hybrid dude? Corvin or something like that? Yeah. Uh, since he's still alive, I don't I don't see Celine putting that snatch up for anybody else. Not even. Well, by the was he still alive? Yeah. But they, the guy who played him in the other movies wouldn't come back, so that like all you get to see is like a super close-up of his eyes opening up. Right. Like, so they, they just put somebody oh. in his, like, that looks similar in his prosthetics and made them open their eyes. That's, that's literally all you get to see. Yeah. Um, Lame. Well, I mean, I think he's looking more like from a fight angle, because obviously she's a vampire. Um, at this point, like a god level. Yeah, bro. Blade's thing is killing Blade. vampires. So, but technically, technically, Blade in that same uh, scenario, including the healing factor, because uh, ever since he took a version of the Infinity Formula, which is the same formula that Nick Fury takes to keep himself young, um, mm-hmm. which was a derivative of the Super Soldier Serum that made Captain America, um, it super accelerated his vampiric cells and bonded with them. So now he heals 10 times faster than a normal vampire and he no longer has the thirst at all. Right. So like blades on that, like almost God tier level two, honestly, if, if blade, I think blade should only honestly go back to that temple in the first movie and, you know, summon that dang blood God and be like, fuck with me now. Because yeah. if anybody could hold that sucker under control, it'd be Blade. Right. True. Yeah, I mean, they're both pretty damn well trained at this point. I think it would be a good... Honestly, I wouldn't even say fighting. I'd say put these two with the, or in, in the same arena, but instead of having them fight each other, throw a thousand freaking vampires up in that bitch and see who gets the highest kill count. Yes. Ooh, gladiator. Yes. That needs to happen. Yes. Do it. Like, Do it. that's what I think. I'm sorry, <laughs> pitting these two against each other doesn't feel right to me. True. But it's more of a back alley fight at that point. But I like that idea, though. Yes. Yes. Zombie style. Um, fuck it. You can even do it after the after the vampires are dead. They come back as the vampiric zombies, and they have they have to do it all over again with each. So, aka, you got to kill each vampire twice. Yep, a thousand vampires, two thousand all the two thousand kills possible. Sold. I want. And the only reason why I pick such a high amount show. is because just think about how fast Selena is now. And and blade after that serum uh, after that serum injection, dude. Like they're they're almost blur level fast. Oh yeah. Yes. So like they they could probably run through the first fifty in like the first five seconds. Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you oh you see a splash. Oh, they're done with those. And <laughs> the rest. <laughs> but. Oh man. This is such a good idea. I like I thank you. Thank you, my mom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I am gonna have to hurry this along. I'm sorry. I'm running on a bit of a schedule. One of my yeah, yeah. Um, close the show out. We're just gonna uh, do a quick interview with you, and then we're gonna do the outro, and then that'll be that. All right, my friend. And again, I'm sorry. And please, I would love to do this again whenever you guys are ready. Oh, most definitely. Awesome. Right, so well, you first, uh, <clears throat> the first question I have, uh, what was the inspiration for you coming up with Legion for your OC on your uh, page on TikTok? Well, I've always been obsessed with the mythology of different religions. Um, and when I say mythology, I don't mean as in false. I mean as in just the fantastical stories that are told within Different religions, like Christianity has David and Goliath, and Greek mythology has Hercules and the Nemean Lion, and, you know, it's just the concept of an entity made up of souls 
that want vengeance for something being the demon legion now in actual mythology the demon legion is made up of uh souls who were killed in brutal and violent ways massacres slaughters um suicide bombing stuff like that can lead to legionary spirits being comprised it's just one being made up of thousands of souls and I've always had a fascination with split personality disorders and stuff like that. And it also kind of reminisces that fact. So I thought, why not create a, an anti-bully legion, like a legion comprised of the souls of those who were teased and mocked and made fun of and belittled that, right want a way to get vengeance for the way they were treated in life. So I created my anti-bully Legion. Now, mind you, Legion's meant to be more of a carefree kind of Legion spirit. He's more of a mischief maker, more of a mess with your mind than actually physically kill you. He'd rather drive you crazy and let you live with the insanity than kill you quick and show you mercy. Where his counterpart, Dark Legion, is the exact polar opposite. He's just all about the pure, bloody knuckled vengeance. Right. He doesn't care about your feelings. He doesn't care about your emotional state. He just wanna get his he just wants to get his hands on you and make you hurt as much as possible. And then once he feels like your physical body is done enough, he's going to give you basically he's going to let his souls burn your soul alive in eternity. And you then become part of him and it just increases his power. It's, it's a, it was basically just mythology. I based off of (laughs) other mythologies with my own twists and turns. That's it. Very interesting though. I really like that. But now to explain in a little bit more detail with uh, Legion, because he does carry his scepter. Um, Around the time of Legion, this Legion was brought about uh, whenever the first being, the first being of life, asked for revenge against anybody who did them wrong, anybody who bullied them, whatever. The first time that was ever spoken by a living being, this Legion was brought into existence. So he wasn't created by anybody, technically. No gods created him, no entities created him, no beings created him. He just exists to be the the voice of vengeance for those who can't be the voice of vengeance for themselves. And so his age is undeterminable. And whenever he gets to a certain point of humanity, when humanity, it's a little harder to hide his existence Humanity sees him as a threat, so basic magic users, wizards, whatever you want to call them at the time, found a way to enchant a dagger to basically lock my soul into, my entity, Legion, Mm -hmm. into. So whenever the blade is unsheathed, kind of like a genie's lamp being rubbed, it releases me. But I I am forced to bend the will of whoever holds the dagger, or scepter, sorry. Right. So, but one legion himself has possession of the scepter. He has full and utter control over his own power. Actually, it increases his power tenfold because uh, it's kind of like the the uh, the same stupid ritual they put on the mummy in the mummy movie. You know, it's like the worst curse ever. But hey, if anybody ever reads from this books and bring you back to life, you're gonna have superpowers. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like what the right. But, and another reason why I used an Egyptian Egyptian style scepter, uh, because I thought it had nice nuance to it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And not to mention what, what what mythology out there fits coming back from the afterlife to re- seek vengeance more than the Egyptian culture. Oh, You're all about curses, coming back from the dead. 
<laughs> All right. Anything else? Um, um, the only question I had was, what was the hardest comic book face-off that you ever had to call? Well, for your actual, like, page. To be, re- to be, to be, to be, for the most recent one, it was most definitely the, uh, the Flash versus Goku Volkrat, because it like, whether or not one could be killing blow before the other. By anybody in any form of comics when it comes to hand to hand combat, nobody would be able to stand straight up hand to hand combat. But when it comes to sheer speed, the flash is unparalleled as well by anybody forum except for maybe Sayatama, but that dude's just ridiculous. But, right, and that's no disrespect to Sayatama, I love that, I love that whole anime, but. The point being is the fact that it's it's mm-hmm. literally, and some people are just either such DC fanboys or such DBZ fanboys that they just can't accept the fact that it it would literally just be a flip of the damn coin. You could put them in a hundred fights, mm-hmm. and the Flash could win forty nine out of fifty one the first time. You put them in a hundred fights again, and this time Goku could win fifty one out of out of forty or out of uh, out of a hundred, or, or fifty one out of a hundred. You know it. it it you never know. It's they're so close in their stats that it would be almost impossible to ter- to, to determine without actually punching the numbers into a computer and letting a damn supercomputer run them. But that I am not. <laughs> uh, but beyond that, it was probably the Hulk versus. Uh, or sorry, uh, Hulk versus uh, Ghost Rider versus Doomsday. Ooh. Ooh. Only because <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Doom, Ghost Rider has a way to destroy Doomsday in a way that nobody in the DC universe has. And that's by just straight up burning his soul because regardless of whether he was created, he does have a soul. Yeah. Even as a construct, right. so, he <clears throat> in all technicality, Ghost Rider can burn that fucker pretty easily, excuse my language, pretty easily because of the fact that <laughs> Does anybody out there know an exact number of how many people Doomsday has killed needlessly? <laughs> Ooh, um, are we talking like first this. edition or second release? Because I believe the count was over <laughs> six thousand. <laughs> Hi. Sorry. It's okay. All right, sorry guys, I'm multitasking. It's okay. <laughs> all right, but um, we do it all the time. Like I was saying, um, Doomsday would have definitely have a lot of uh, souls to burn, to be perfectly honest. Um, yes. And it's good that you pulled that technicality because a lot of people are just thinking that when you're bringing them into combat, it's just hand-to-hand combat. No. They have abilities that can overcome. But the problem is, is determining what consists as the end of the fight. Because if it's mm-hmm. because if it's when the person dies, then yes, technically that wouldn't be considered a, considered a win because burning his souls, burning his soul, would not be considered killing him. It would just be basically putting him in an endless torment. So, yeah. <sighs> In death battle logic, technically that wouldn't technically be considered a win, but technically at that point, Ghost Rider would have plenty of time because he would just be a husk to find a way to destroy his physical body and get the win. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, a, pretty much. TKO at least at that point. Um, but it, like I said, at the utmost, like I said, he's just going to be a husk. So Ghost Rider will have plenty of time to find a way to destroy the physical body. But yeah, definitely that was definitely one of my hardest ones, mainly because of the fact of how many ways Doomsday has already been killed and trying to figure out a way for Ghost Rider to do it without... I mean, that hasn't already been done. Because I mean, he, can't, he can't burn him to death because Superman's done that already. Um, he can't crush him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can't. He can't we crush him. He can't rip him. He can't, you know, can't suffocate him in the vacuum of space. That's already been done. So guess, guess, in space now. 
Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I said that's why I said uh, Ghost Rider's only hope really is uh, burning his soul and then hopefully finding a way to destroy his physical body. That's why actually in the most current rendition of the comic books, they couldn't kill Doomsday, so they stuck him in a uh, a four part portal. Basically, it's four portals separated on four different parts of the planet, and his his essence never gets to materialize more than 25% before it's teleported off to the next portal. So he'll never physically fully be in one piece ever again. And frankly, that might be the only way to keep him that way, but you know, there's always going to be some jerk. Right. Exactly. But, um, but yeah. All right. Anything else? I think the closing question for your uh, interview is, how did you come up with your TikTok name, Brother Battle? Well, life is a struggle that I've been going through for a while, 34 years. And uh, I've known a lot of people that that, that have needed help, that have needed somebody, just anybody to be a, to be around to have their back to help them fight their demons you know what i'm saying cuz you know a lot of people like to think you have to fight your demons alone and that's that's bullshit everybody knows a battle's always better if you got some backup and um, most of my family have been in the military their entire existence me unfortunately never had the qualifications, physical or mental, to join. So I found ways to serve in other ways, helping veterans, so on and so forth. But I've always felt myself a bit of a military brat. So I've always had the military in my blood. I've always had fighting in my blood. I've always had helping people fight their problems in my heart, you know. Right. So everybody needs a brother, and everybody has a battle. So, I'm brother. I like that. I like it. <laughs> now I feel kind of lame about mine. <laughs> I have Oh, and the underscore nine thousand stands for um, oh. the whole stupid go- uh, Dragon Ball Z. It's over. Yeah, I kind of over nine thousand dollars. We're on to you. <laughs> but yeah. That that part's not so profound. All right. Right. <laughs> oh, well, the the second I hit 9,000 followers, you best believe I'm doing it. It's an over 9,000 video. Yes. <laughs> you better do it on a live. <laughs> well, actually, since well, my whole right comic talks and everything have been blowing up i've been thinking about doing lives more often so we can have more face-to-face comic discussions yeah but oh yeah do you want the syrup to stay in here uh no uh mainly because uh putting it through the Uh, the the comments has become a little sporadic well before Mm -hmm. we close this out Yeah, it seems people don't really Before take the we close this out, uh, is there any shout outs you want to give Brother Battle to anyone? Oh, of course, everybody. All my night army. Kita. Uh, my brother Mario, of course. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you know, <laughs> Bianca DeFulio, my lovely Carly Quinzel. Uh, Actually, I have quite a few Harleys, so love to all of them. Very popular name. Yeah. <laughs> to, to my buddy, my brother, going through his dialysis and everything right now, having a hard time. I don't want to put him on the spot, so I'm not going to give out his name, but he knows, he knows who I'm talking about. But, uh, Yes, just do me a favor, everybody. Sh- spread love, spread knowledge. 
and just do good. Yes. Like that. It's it's that that's yeah. it's that easy. <sighs> All right, guys. Really Talk are. to you later. Thank you for being here. Yeah. Thanks for the battle. So, uh, join us next week, everyone, for the new topics we got going on here. We got um, what are they, Kitty? For next week. So, so far for next week, we have the Perch Twenty Twenty One Forever Perch. Then we'll be talking about Scary Movie Six, and we actually did this one earlier with the best interpretation of our jacket left. So we're gonna have right. to um, change that up for next week. Um, now we'll have so more. We'll have, we'll have more, guys. I promise. <laughs> we're not gonna leave you like that hanging. But uh, I, I got, a, next got a few ideas. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Join well, us well, next week, everybody. Next week, and again, I'm your host, Mario Davis. We'll see I'm you next next Saturday. Bye. Thank you.